Welcome to Be Bold Repeat, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who want a behind the scenes look at what it takes to build a business of your dreams using mindset and marketing strategies. Your journey as an entrepreneur can be whatever you want it to be. Be Bold Repeat is not about being perfect or even getting it right the first time. We seek to inspire you to take action, whether that's clean or messy. We know that you've got this and the world needs you to show up and share your gifts now more than ever. My name is Ashley Cruz and I am the founder of Embracing the Uncertain, a female coaching company dedicated to providing a safe and supportive space for your personal or professional journey. I'm Katie Burton, digital marketing strategist and owner of Simply Social. My passion is helping business owners and entrepreneurs tell their story online so they can free up time to work on growing their business. We are so happy to have you. Make sure you're following us at Be Bold Repeat on Instagram and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you're getting the latest episodes. Welcome back, everybody. Season two of Be Bold Repeat. We are so happy to be back. We have so many great things in store for you guys this season. And on today's episode, we are talking about why emotion in business is okay. The number one thing to avoid when you're in that emotional phase and make sure you stick around till the very end because Ashley is giving you three things you can do to simplify your business when you're feeling emotional. Here we go. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Be Bold Repeat. My co-host, Katie Burton, and myself, Ashley Cruz, are back with another season. Season two, Katie, can you freaking believe that we have a full season of episodes available for download already? Season two, y'all, we are so excited to be back with you. It is, has been a couple of months since we have recorded the last episode of season one. So if you haven't had a chance to go back and to review or you're new to us, welcome, welcome. Um, Go back and check out season one if you haven't had an opportunity to do so yet. There's lots of incredible content there for you to binge, and they're all about 20 to 30 minutes, so you can get them in while you're taking a walk, while you're hanging out, while you're cooking dinner, whatever. It's all good. Um, But today, we are going to be talking about what you should do when your business feels like it's not working. And this is like probably one of the hardest things that any business owner is going to face. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today and really how to continue, even if you're not seeing the results and even when it feels super heavy. So stay tuned. Um, And we'll just do maybe like a quick intro again, in case you're a new listener and you haven't been exposed to season one yet. My name is Ashley Cruz. I am a life and career coach. I own a company called Embracing the Uncertain, where I provide a super safe space for women to transform both professionally, personally, and in their business. And I'm super excited to be here. Hello, everybody. I am Ashley's sidekick, Katie Burton. I am a digital marketing strategist and the founder of Simply Social. 
we help entrepreneurs, business owners, executives tell their story online, reach their target audience, and increase their bottom lines. Boom. So now that you know a little bit about us, let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. So like I said, I think when you do not have evidence that your business is bringing in the money that you desire, I mean, we've all been there. And I think the biggest thing that I always go back to when I'm coaching any of my clients on this is that there's this perception that you should be an overnight business success, that you should have it all together, that your results should come quickly. And if they don't, then something is inherently wrong with you, with your strategy, or with anything in your business in general. Like we make it mean that it's not a good business idea, that there's not enough clients. I mean, all of the big questions start to come up. And it can be a really challenging place um, when you're comparing your journey to someone else's. And I think there's a really great quote about this that says, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter eight or chapter nine or chapter 10. And I think that there's so much truth to that because nothing is wrong, girl. You are good. You are here. You are like trying to make a business work for yourself. And as long as you are rooted solely in passion and service, nothing that you could do would go wrong. And we can always tweak little minor things, but I just want you to know that nothing is wrong and there's nothing inherently wrong with you. And the other thing that I want to talk about when it relates to what you should do when it feels like it's not working is remembering that emotion is part of a female's journey in this lifetime, right? And so when we think about, and when we zoom out in what we've all learned about business up until this point, it's that we have to grind, we have to hustle, we can't have or show emotion because it looks weak. And I really, really challenge you to reframe and shift that belief because the reason for that is that the way that businesses have been run up until this point are very male driven for lack of a better word. Like the, the way that men do business versus the way that women do business is so essentially different in all different levels. But mainly we have crazy hormones and emotions that just come with a natural part of how we function as women, whereas men do not. And I think sometimes that can be really challenging for us because men can say, can stay so emotionally neutral in their process, in their business, and they don't let those waves really affect them because they don't have the waves, right? So like we can remember that and we can think like, oh, right, I am a female. I have these hormones. I have like these crazy vicious cycles where my hormones go up and down and it's fine. There's nothing wrong and it's okay to be emotional in my business. Why? Because I've put a lot of effort. I have a lot of time and a lot of an investment into this business. So, you know, I think it's just important to allow that emotion to come up and allow yourself to feel it, even though it feels like you shouldn't, because the quicker that you surrender to those emotions, the quicker you can move through it. It's like when we want to cry, but we choose to fight it and we don't surrender to it. All of a sudden we have like this big lump in our throat and that lump does not go away until you let those tears flow. So I want you to feel empowered that emotion is just part of your process. It's okay to be emotional in your business and to just let those emotions 
show up and know that there's nothing wrong slash there's nothing inherently wrong with your business because you have those emotions. So Katie, tell us a little bit about your experience and tell us a little bit about like your perspective on maybe emotionality in your business and how it's shown up for you. So something when I started out in business, I very much fell into the corporate culture of no emotions, being ashamed of emotions, feeling like they had no place in my business. And I do still have moments where I wish I wasn't as emotional as I am. I wish they didn't show up all the time. But the thing that I've really learned after being in business for a few years is they are so helpful in business. It's the exact opposite. The reason that I'm so invested in my clients, the reason that I care so much about their success, the reason I'm able to decipher what their real goals are online is because of those emotions. And I think in a service-based industry specifically, and also you could argue product-based, relationships are so important. And as women, we are so fantastic at building those relationships and emotion is a part of that. So like Ashley said, just lean into those emotions and figure out how you can use them to your benefit in your business. Mm, that's such a good reminder. Like in the same sense that we feel like emotion could hinder our business growth, it actually can make us thrive and like make our businesses succeed as well. So it's kind of like that idea that anything that we think we could actually think the opposite of just as easily as we immediately go to that negative aspect. So I love that. What a great reminder. Yes. And so the one thing I think that's important to point out is I'm going to speak for Ashley on this, but I think one of our favorite parts of running our respective businesses is being able to work with entrepreneurs and see them grow, especially female entrepreneurs. And something we hear over and over again is this emotional part, whether it's imposter syndrome, whether it's not feeling like you're offering enough, whether it's not seeing the numbers that you want in your bank account, whatever it may be, these emotions come up. But the one piece of advice that I always, always give is never make a business changing decision while you're in that emotional space. So that means when you're deep, deep in the feels, when you are in the throes of whether it's sadness, anger, extreme excitement, whatever it is, make sure that you're not making any life changing decisions in that exact moment. There's a lot of times where emotions can cloud our judgment. And I think emotions are tied to like our sense of control. And we want to make decisions when we feel stable, when we feel in control, not lost in our emotions. So, so what would be an example of like a business changing decision? Like if you were emotional. Right. So I recently talked to a female entrepreneur. She was on the downward slope, feeling like she wasn't getting enough engagement online. Um, she's actually a, she sells a product, but she wasn't selling enough product and she was upset, rightfully so. Like you said, we all have those emotions. Um, she was crying, sharing all of her feelings and was thinking about shutting down the business in that exact moment. Mm. And that's not the time to make that decision because her previous launch, she had sold out all of her products. So you know there's a market there, you know there's success, but sometimes it's really hard to keep that 10,000 foot view of your business and you get so deep in the weeds that it's easy to make a decision when you're deep in your emotions instead of 
taking a breath, sleeping on it, waking up the next day and really weighing your options. Yeah. And like, think about all of the hard work you've put up into your business until that point for you to just throw it all away because of one failed launch. Like, man, that's just such a devastating thing to even consider. If I think about like how long it's taking me to get to this place, like I did have to go through those emotions and it was all part of the process. And, you know, also reframing and thinking about like those challenges that you're having, those emotional parts are something that are going to add value to your business at some point. So in the case of like a a launch that is flopped, okay, cool. Now you know how to launch. Like what are the good things that came out of that? You know how to launch. Like for me, I tried to launch a product recently. It didn't work out as well as I'd hoped, but now I know how to launch a product, a digital product that I don't have to be available for. I know exactly like the nuanced parts of it, like what I need to be thinking about, how to upload it to my Squarespace site, other platforms that I need to be thinking about. And it's like, we never give ourselves the uh, break that we deserve in thinking about all the things that we did learn as opposed to like thinking about what we didn't receive in terms of revenue. So there's like a really fine line, I think, too, to walk there when you're thinking about um, your emotions and how they impact you. Like, can you just find one or two things that you are doing well at and then maybe two lessons that you've learned to help bring you back to more of that neutral place, right? Yes. The accomplishments are so much more than just the financials. Totally. And we were talking, yeah. And we were talking about this, um, in Unbound, which is my group mastermind, which is just like celebrating all of the little tiny things, all of the little likes, all of the engagement, all of the things that happened on the way to your success, because it's so easy to downplay all of those little things. But we have to remember that all of those things are necessary to get to the place that we want. Every single like counts, every single engagement counts, every single comment counts, every single view counts. It's just a part of the process. And our job is to stay consistent in showing up no matter how emotional we feel, which is like the perfect segue into the next piece of this conversation, which is we know the emotions are going to come. It's just part of our process. And once we accept that, we can then decide how we want to move forward. And my coach says it perfectly. She always talks about this idea of putting on your CEO hat and then taking it off and moving on with your day. So it's like, even though I'm feeling super emotional, I really want to blow my business up and like quit. Can I just take off Ashley hat for a second? That emotional little girl that feels really upset that I'm not getting those results. Put on Ashley, the CEO hat, do the fucking shit that I need to do. And I have to do to move my business forward. Take that CEO hat off put my emotional hat back on and then like go cry and do all the things that like feel good to honor that space that I need and to be emotional in my business. Right. So it's like just separating the things that like, even though I'm emotional, I'm still going to show up in my business anyway, because that's what a fucking CEO does. And I'm running a successful business and that's what's required of me to keep going and to keep my success and to keep changing lives and to keep providing value. So it's like always kind of zooming out a little bit and keeping it as simple as possible. I love that. You're, you can't control your emotions, but you can control how you respond to them. Mm -hmm. So taking that hat off, taking a minute, unplugging for 20 minutes, 
whatever it is that you need to calm your nervous system down to get back with your CEO hat on, do it. Yeah. And like some days that's obviously going to be so much easier than others, but on the harder days also just feel cool. Like that's part of being an entrepreneur too. Like, cool. I feel like shit today. I don't want to do anything. I'm going to leave it as it is. And I'm going to go Netflix binge, like whatever the home edit (laughs) or whatever is on right now. Right. And like, just knowing that that's okay too. And that's part of your entrepreneur journey. Like, oh, great. I'm my own boss. I actually don't have to show up for work if I really don't want to. And like also leaning into that decision at some point too. Yes. And going back to being conditioned of how we have worked in the corporate world. I think one thing that really stuck out to me when you started coaching me was I felt the need to fill my days from eight to five every single day, no matter what, even though I was at the helm of the ship now. And one tip that you really helped give me um, was when you have those days or you're deep in your emotions and you really don't feel like doing anything, there are three things that you can do to make sure you're still feeling productive and you're moving the needle forward. So would you mind sharing what those three things are? Yes. And you're going to be mind blown because it's so simple and you're going to be like, wait, that's never going to get me the results. But I promise you, if you adopt these three things and you just do these every day, no matter how you're feeling, even if it's just for like two hours, actually, like that's how my coach like coaches me. It's like, I only work two hours a day, basically. That's the goal. So the three things are number one mindset work. So what do you need to do to get yourself to a neutral place, even for just a moment so that you can do the next two things. So sometimes that might look like journaling might look like envisioning what a successful launch might look like for you. Um, maybe it's inundating your brain with podcasts that don't feel overwhelming, like be bold, repeat, right? Maybe it's you jump on a call with your biz bestie and you just have a conversation and share your frustration and get it out of your body. Whatever it is, something that will help support your mindset and your belief in yourself that you can do this and you can do anything that you desire and that it's always available to you should you choose to show up for it. So that's number one is mindset work. The second thing is doing something to nurture the warm audience or the leads that you've already begun to speak with. So the way that I look at this is I, every single day, do something to engage with my group that's called Embracing the Uncertain in my private community. It is a free community, but that is the place where I spend the majority of my time nurturing my warm leads. So that could look like going live, that could look like creating a post, I do have a virtual assistant. So sometimes that piece is already automated for me. I don't actually have to jump in there because I know it's already done. And then I've simplified my list even further. But for you, if you don't have a virtual assistant, it would just be you kind of nurturing or writing a post or even just writing content that you could potentially send out to an email audience or something, anything that you can do to drive the needle forward and take some kind of small action. Um, Small actions could even mean like just scheduling a campaign. Like I just want to be really clear that it runs the gamut. It could be anything to just move the needle one step forward or take one step forward. Okay. So we did mindset, we did nurture. And then the third thing is to do some form of revenue generating activity. So in this, for me, it's always going to be reaching out to warm leads that I have been in conversation with. 
Um, that is where I spend the majority of my time um, when it comes to revenue generating because I know that it's going to pay off in the long run. Um, in some cases, that could also mean nurturing my clients that I already have because that is, I want them to renew their contracts with me. I want them to continue working with me. So I know that in the long run, that is going to be somewhat of a revenue generating activity. And it doesn't matter. Like, I don't want you to get into the nuances of what revenue generating versus nurturing is. The whole point is, is that we're making or taking one step in both of those areas to ensure that you feel successful in the long run and you're taking action toward the big things that are going to make a big impact in your business. So let me just recap it really quick. Mindset work, nurturing your audience and some form of revenue generating activity. And Katie, I would love to hear, you've been adopting this for a little bit now. We've been working together for over a year. So what are those three things for you? Can you give examples um, since you're not necessarily in the coaching space, what does that look like from a digital marketing perspective? Sure. So as I'm trying to grow my digital marketing agency, some of the things I would do for mindset are meditate in the morning, even if it's just for 10 or 15 minutes. I would journal something to get my mindset in the right spot, take that deep breath and really center myself. For the step two, which was nurture your warm audience, I may comment on a LinkedIn post of a potential client. I may send out an email. I may um, follow up on a campaign that a future client has been running and comment on them or give them positive feedback on something. And then for the revenue generating, that's where I focus on like new leads. So whether it's sending a proposal on LinkedIn ProFinder, or thumbtack, something that will move the needle when it comes to attracting new clients. So good. So yeah, like keep in mind that we can just keep things super simple. And I think that's part of the thing too, is like when we're in an emotional state of mind, every minor task can feel like a huge mountain to climb. And just know that like you can keep it simple. The whole goal here is just to try and move through it as quickly as possible. And if you can't move through it quickly, then just do the simple things so that you can feel confident and, and successful in moving something forward that day, regardless of how emotional you are. And over time, and I would say like this took me a, a pretty long time to cultivate and even still, I still struggle with it. I've been in my business now for two years, but over time, that process does get a little bit easier. If I'm having an emotional week, like let's say I'm leading up to my cycle, I'm like about to start my period and I'm just like hormonal as fuck. Like I will literally be like, I am doing the bare minimum. I'm not going to make myself wrong for it. Okay. I'm just going to show up these three ways and that's it. And the rest of the day, I'm going to go chill on the couch because I literally don't have the energy. And I know that when I do that on the other side of that emotional down is an incredible up where I feel super supported. I feel super like um, on point with my ideas. Like the universe is just pouring into me left and right with new ideas. And that will be true for you when you continue to cultivate and keep going as opposed to just quitting and deciding like, it's not working. I'm leaving. It's done. Like I'm, I'm, I'm over it. So that's the thing. It's like, there is a strategy that works for everybody. Everything will work. You just have to decide that it will work and that you're going to show up regardless of the emotional state that you're currently in. So that's what we got for you guys today. 
let me know if you guys have any questions. Make sure you're following us on ha at be bold, hashtag at be bold repeat. Oh my God. Katie, slap me. You're like, oh my God, you're ruining our follower. Not at all. We're just diving back in, girl. We're all, we've got all got a little rust right now. Yes. Um, so yeah, we're so, so grateful for each and every one of you that are listening, that are downloading. And listen, if you feel called, if you feel like this has been super helpful for your growth, for your business, we would absolutely appreciate and love if you would share this with one of your biz besties, maybe a girlfriend that's considering starting a side hustle. Like anybody could really apply this information that we're sharing to their own business. And listen, it doesn't have to be a chick. Like this is just how we do business. It's a feminine way. And, you know, our, our husbands actually integrate some of our principles as well. And someday maybe we'll have to share the interview that we did with them when we came to Colorado, but I don't know that that's going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> it was a fun one, you guys. It was super fun. We talked all about like what it's like to have women, like really strong women running businesses and if that ever feels intimidating. And that was yeah. just a fun conversation, so... Yeah. And their value as support system and how that's like so crucial to your business. So we will definitely dive into that on a future episode for sure. Awesome. You guys, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. And we can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. Bye everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you are taking away some incredible ideas for your own business. If you liked today's episode, feel free to binge the rest of our shows and leave us an honest review. We are always open to hearing your feedback, especially if you have requests for future episodes. Each month, we'll take a look at our reviews and randomly select one winner for a free digital marketing audit or coaching session of your choice. Don't forget to hit subscribe and we'll talk to you in the next episode.